Welcome everyone to the 50th episode of the Illusion Empire podcast. It is I, Illusion Empire, your mysterious host. So, we have a couple of topics here. And this has been a very um, eventful week. Mostly for the wrong reasons, of course. It's because... The last stuff happened to Poke Arena. Well, I have four items, but I'm going to give you source for three because one of them, I don't need to source my own opinion. First item will be about the status of the second presidential debate. I'm sure some of you have um, heard about that. And the next one is about the poll for the support of Amy Coney Barrett's nomination. Amy Coney Barrett's nomination has uh, the support for us surprisingly increased. Yeah, I didn't think that was possible, but it did. And it's across the spectrum, it's not just Republicans for that one. And the next one is about the plot to kidnap um, Governor Whitmer of Michigan, which was averted. Thank God for that. Uh, we get some more details about that. And then the fourth and the last thing for primary politics will be about my opinion of the second debate. Some of you is going to like what I'm going to say and some of you is not going to like what I'm, I'm going to say about it. Depends on your political ideology. So that's all that I have, the four items for primary politics. And then the second segment, which is big game. We have a couple of interesting things going on here. We have the possibility of Left 4 Dead 3 going up, especially after a couple of recent events. And then we also have the status of Robert Pattinson's Batman portrayal in the movie. Well, I'm actually interested in. So what are you going to do with this one? This is, of course, post. <laughs> I'm saying post already because I'm just really... Open. This is not a fact, of course, about Ben Affleck's Thomas Batman. Um, you know, I hope that just reaches to an end. So, um, and then the last but not least, um, a costume in the Halloween store has manifested thanks to the popularity, thanks to the contagious memes that have spread across the internet after the vice presidential debate. You can figure who that is. Um, and then for Weird Topic Finale, we have a very interesting article about the discovery of America. We read, you know, it's already been debunked that Christopher Columbus was the first person to discover Americas, but it gets debunked even further. This is debunk overdrive here. So, and you know, we had to grow out of this bias of the Eurocentric view of world history, which I agree. And any left politician wants to dismantle that, well, I actually will agree with them on that one. So you can let you can lump me with the left all you want, but you'll be stupid and you just expose your mental illness if you do. Because a few of them have, especially on Facebook. <laughs> and they just expose their own stupidity to me. I'm independent. Both Democrats and Republicans are obsolete parties, in my opinion. And they're a big problem with this country. Not the biggest, but the big one. 
All right, and before I go off the tangent and go off the rails, those are your items for this episode. And we'll be reaching the first segment after this sponsor. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. All right. So welcome to the first segment of this podcast, Primary Politics. And let's just get, let's just address some obvious items just to get it over with. The second presidential debate between Trump and Biden has been officially canceled. My very brief opinion of this, I'm not going to drag it. My brief opinion of this is thank God. We had a, we had a, you know, we, I think we're still trying to recover from the shit show that's happened from that. So, and now the commissions, right? The commissions on presidential debates, they focus the attention for the debate that's going to, well, not gonna say gone. Uh, my take place. My take place on October twenty second. All right, it was trying to you know do it virtually because you no know, Trump had the coronavirus, but Trump wasn't having it. That's it. Hell no, it's ridiculous, stupid idea. You know, of course, I'm trying to guess what's in Trump's mind. They say, oh well, Biden will be babysitting even more with technical staff. Um, so that's why he refused. Of course, um, Biden was willing to, um, do that. You all could assume is that, right? It's a speculation. This is not, you know. But instead, what Trump's gonna do is have his own town halls, have his own rallies. That's what he's planning to do. So... And, you know, and you already saw that um, they already had those extra um, precautions set up on um, what the plexiglass, 12 feet distance between the candidates, but between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, right? The VP candidates. And, you know, it looked a little off, but personally, it didn't bother me. I mean, you know, you're trying to slow the spread of this damn virus. I mean, come on. I mean, the first could try was probably 13 feet based on what I've studied. So it was good. It's a low possibility, but, you know. So, you know, Trump, he likes to do everything in person and, you know, demonstrates massive carelessness with 
holding rallies and speeches and events, you know, despite being tested positive for the for the virus. I mean, he's demonstrated great carelessness. Let's just say that I don't want to talk about it too much. I don't want you know. I don't want to beat the dead horse. So that so we're done with that. All right. Now this is something I'm a little more interested in. The poll for that measures the support of Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court confirmation has increased. Right. It's been. It has increased from two, you know, compared to two weeks ago, forty-six percent said they are, you know, said that the Senate should confirm Barrett, as opposed to thirty-one percent. I'm sure it was the other way around before, not in terms of numbers, but the majority are saying they shouldn't, they should wait for election. So, and of course, among, um. Among the you know the, the support still mostly in party lines. Let's start with the worst. Twenty-four uh, percent Democrats are willing to support. That's a ten-point increase according to Yahoo News. This is all from Yahoo News. They do the hard work. I didn't. I'm just sharing their good work. And then we also have seventy-seven percent of GOP voters said that she should be confirmed. That's only a six-point um jump. You know, and then independent voters, you know, people like me, um, they support. They support. You know, they gave thirty-six percent support, and that's up from eight points. So the consensus, you know, is leaning towards Amy Coney Barrett's favorability of being nominated. But to be quite frank, these polls don't matter. Even if it was low. Bill's low. I mean, they, the Republicans will still try to shove her in because we want to maintain um, a conservative influence, right, in the Supreme Court. So, and you know, they're trying to fill the seat of the Ruth Ginsburg, who some said she was great. Of course, those who lean right said that she was very terrible. If I ain't gonna get into any of that, just God rest her soul. That's why I could say, hey, no. And boom. And of course, there's concerns about the confirmation hearing because you do need um, the Senate to be there and hopefully that some um, physical distance guidelines ain't that because. So far, Republican, a few Republicans and Trump got the coronavirus, and for them to do that, it's irresponsible. To be honest, I just think they should just they just do it virtually. Make sure you have encryption set up or whatnot. I hope they don't do it on purpose, because that would be that would be horrendous. I hope they don't do it in person. You know, if you do it in person, you should probably only have. Probably one third of the Senate there, especially based, you know, they should be picked based on the distance, the physical distance of their seats, and have you know some do it virtually. And this is in this polling here for the Morning Council and Political. This they only survey two thousand registered voters, so 
very small sample indeed compared to millions who are registered. So, you know, that's a little interesting that uh, according to the political and morning council that uh, the support for a nomination has jumped up. I guess, I guess people has calmed down and finally, you know, accept the reality that they, you know, there's not much they could do about, you know, blocking her nomination. Okay, now the third item. 13 men has been charged with a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. And of course, it's alleged, you know, you can't just assume even if it's very obvious. Right? And um, just break down. I'm not going to give names of these 13 people. I'm just going to say how many has been charged, you know, by the state and by the federal. Six were apprehended charged with federal crimes, while the other, while seven, has been picked up on state charges. So, of course, I'm sure she was nervous about it. I mean, but you know, you have to, you know, maintain some strength as a leader. You know, and um, of course, those who got federal charges, all oh, there, they if if convicted, they could be there there for life. And the FBI was very aware of their um the activities, right? And then of course this is a thing I'm interested in. Not the not the one with the profanities. I got some of that. If you want to read that detail, you can fill the blanks. It doesn't take much imagination for that one. But I'm inter- I'm interested on the the terminology that they use because this is this is got a thing with criminals. Criminals are Trying to be creative. And disclaimer, I am not a legal and a criminal mind expert, okay? I'm just going to say that right there. But according to this article for NBC News, they use co-words such as cakes, cupcakes, or bobs in the chemistry set for components of the improvised explosive device and baker by the manufacturer. See, they use co-words. Of course, not going to say, um... Flames and bombs and any of that. And I want to make it obvious, right? And then, you know, they have posted a few things on YouTube, but they have expressed very strong anti government sentiment. Okay, they have, they have exposed that. I'm not going to get in. Uh, I'm definitely not going to get into that, but they exposed such. They have exposed, expressed, have expressed such strong sentiment against government. I mean, just because I don't, you know, I don't like the government doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, advocate, you know, destruction um, for a government. You can be district, you know, you can be respectful about um, being. You know, not liking the government, but you know, you don't turn to a terroristic nut. No, no, that's just not it at all. What's that gonna do? It's gonna, you know, it's a shortcut for you to go to prison. I'll say that much. Ain't seen this other um of the Boogaloo movement. It's anti-government, and they say they're targeting liberals or whatnot. And they're saying that the. Uh, you know, these people here, they're very, 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 very violent. 
And, you know, some of these same people that have went in their charge and taken the, the state capital of Michigan. And, of course, they're blaming Trump for his rhetoric. You know, and he's acting more presidential. Stop being a Twitterholic. Because, you know, this is ridiculous. Words do matter. I do agree with Biden on that statement. Even though Biden is such a crappy candidate with a crappy record. I don't support any of these candidates. As you could tell. Now. And they're doing relatively well with the coronavirus. Going to John Hopkins University. One of the lowest in the nation. 3% positivity rate throughout the state. So. You know. Some success for her there. But. You know, and, you know, they averted the plot. So good for her on that. You know, good for them on that one. And, you know, there's this details about the the Trump and, and, you know, Twitter and all that. Me, personally, I, I really don't give a damn about those details. Hey, I'll link the description if you're interested on those details. I mean, I'll link it. I think if you want extra details, ones I didn't say, because I just think it's pointless that, you know, you know, I'm assuming you're smart, you could piece, you know, you could connect A and B together with ease. I'll link it. Now for the fourth and final item. Um, my opinion of the vice presidential debate. Overall, it was so much better than the presidential debate, even though there was a few few chaotic moments but not but definitely cannot beat the one that happened with uh chris wallace all right and another thing i mean no my my criticism was that both of them were pretty dodgy kamala iris mike pence both pretty dodgy uh when it came to defending trump's accomplishments i think pence did decent on that Kamala Harris, she just regurgitated many of Biden's talking points. I just like, you know, I respect the fact that she catchingly interrupted. That's good on her. You know, but Pilapu can't stand this her smirk. Uh, well, me, you know, I don't have much of an opinion on that. I, I think I smirk. I think that's why I, I'll be a hypocrite to to attack for a smirk. I do smirk that sometimes piss people off. Oh, well, go ahead and attack me on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll smirk even more. Um, I'll double down, triple down, quadruple down on the smirking. But yeah, I, I'm not going to re- remove points for her for smirking. But I will remove points for her interruption. And, you know, but Mike Pence, the problem with him is that he did interrupt it more and he went over his time much more than Harris, Harris only did that one once or twice. Pence, he did that at least more than, and I'm just using conservative measures here. It could, it could be more. Um, I would say maybe, maybe six or seven times. That's probably conservative measures. He probably did it more. Um, it felt like he had more speaking time than um Kamala Harris. But um, I think in terms of attacks and land. Kamala didn't do that. I mean, Kamala just regurgitated the same talking points. She was more relevant. You know, she did bring more relevant sayings to your question, but, you know, there was nothing groundbreaking or nothing that interesting except for clapping back at Pence for interrupting, which I did give her an extra point on miscellaneous. 
a miscellaneous thing. I deducted a point from um, pets. Um, such with interruptions and all of that. And when you know he piggybacked, then then he answered questions, and then that's what he does. So he knows I got I got a gentleman. I make himself look bad, but the only problem with Kamala Harris was um, she didn't bring anything that interesting to the table except for clapping back at on um, Pence. And to me, that's just not enough. I mean, of course, the left are going to say that Kamala Harris won. Um, you know, me, I would say, ironically, despite saying all of this, to me, by narrow margins, when I did my own score, Mike Pence barely won. I want to say why Mike Pence barely won, in my opinion. Remember, this is subjective. This is up for debate. There's probably there's probably interesting things I'm not thinking about. You could probably sway me, but to me, Mike Pence barely um, wins the vice presidential debate. To me, the 2016 one, he did so much better than uh, Tim Kaine. He went against Tim Kaine. Mm, uh, this one, mm. he was he was a he was like like a vanilla version of Trump, which to me that was negative. But Mike Pence, he answered questions. He dodged some questions, but you know what it is? He drilled through his point. Despite interrupting, going over time, he attacked, you know, he did, I think he threw some attacks that actually lands on the Biden campaign. I mean, Kamala Harris, I think the only thing I gave him special credit for when it came to Breonna Taylor and climate change. I mean, I'm not surprised to me she was going to win those. Those are, those are the points I gave, gave her um, props. And you know, there was you know, there were topics where they both were tied. I, you know, I just said, uh, I'm not going to rate this, rate that. Um, but, you know, Kamala Harris is not that liked, and that's a fact. According to polls. You know. And Mike Pence, I mean, he did what he could to defend Trump. He flipped some things as well against Kamala. I, I think barely by you know, small margins to me, Mike Pence has one, and not just that, and there's a, you know, there is something, there's a Halloween costume, um, going around based on, you know, the memes of the internet, I mean, Mike Pence got memed, Kamala Harris got memed, and the memes, you know, just caught the highlights, really, I think they did a very good job, I mean, they, you know, they said, I'm talking, which is good. I'm, you know, talking. You know, when, when she, you know, she interrupts. Um, you no, know, she claps back. Mike Pence for interrupting. And yeah, to stop. That was good on her. It was memes on that, and then it was memes about the fly, about the very famous fly that was on Mike Pence's head for about for two, over two minutes. <laughs> I think to me, and I artistically put it, my um, one when Facebook posts, uh huh. I guess the fly picks the winner. So, an artistic expression on that. You know, just by a small margin. I mean, the only thing Kamala Harris should have done was just brought new things that the Biden campaign happened into. And then, in my opinion, that would have that would have convinced me to declare her the winner. And you know, Mike Pence did go after her record. Not surprised. And to be, you know, Mike Pence's attacks is another reason why I gave him a higher grade. Because to me, his attacks landed, for the most part, better than Trump. And Trump was supposed to be the better attacker. 
mind you. But I think Pence did a better job on that. So you know, some people ain't not gonna like it. You know, the left says Kamala win, the right says Mike Pence win. But the right, they exaggerate. They made it seem like Mike Pence completely destroyed her every step in the way. I disagree with that, even that margin. To me, by narrow margins, I would say Mike Pence won. Okay, that's all I can say for that. All right, so let's wrap this up. So it's like president, president. So the oh my god. <laughs> All right, so first item, second presidential debate has been canceled because you know Trump wants to be Trump. Trump wants to be out there in person, spreading you know, poten- potentially, and I emphasize the word potentially, spread that coronavirus as public events and whatever. So he he didn't want to do it. Biden wants to do it. So that's that. And Trump want you know Trump suspect you know he's suspicious campaigns saying that people working behind the scenes they're probably gonna prep them and you know that's what he thinks. Can that be proven? Uh, I would say no, not yet at least. At least because Biden's campaign is not um, angelic by any means. So and then the poll came out for the morning council and political that across the board, according to that. Across the board, doesn't matter what party they were they were in, the support for her of uh, Amy Coney Barrett's nomination has gone up. So people is um, beginning to accept the fact that she's going to be the next some um, Supreme Court um, judge who's going to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I'm sure Dems gonna have to do something to delay that to the election. I don't think they're not gonna have much success so far. So just to be honest, with you, I just don't. They got the numbers. They got at least 51. That's all they need. And if they got 50, Mike Pence will um, break that tie. So you know, you you're gonna need you're gonna you know you're gonna have to descend multiple at least a couple more people Democrats. It is possible. Um, all righty then. So that's that. And of course, 13 men has been charged with the uh, plot to kidnap um, Governor Whitmer. And they were uh, anarchists. Um, I'll call them domestic terrorists. That's what they are. They were domestic terrorists making bombs or whatnot. They were domestic terrorists, these um, militia. And that's what they call them militia. But, you know, you want to know my honest opinion? They, they were terrorists as far as I'm concerned. Domestic terrorists so you know and of course six of them got charged federally and the other some got charged by the state of course those charged federally are if indicted of course taken to be in prison for life yep prison for life and you know they use code languages so you know make sure that the FBI or anybody who was trying to Keep tabs on them, you'll not get caught. So, but they failed. Thank God for that. You know, I could disagree with, my, with um people politically, but I would not accept any bias, even against people I disagree with. It's just, just proves to me you're an animal and you don't deserve to be in political discussions. Okay, bye. You're mentally ill. Go away. You belong in a mental hospital or in prison. As far as I'm concerned. 
So that's that. And then my vice presidential debate. You know, I already gave my opinion on that. And I, by narrow margins, Mike Pence won because he attacks. And... And how, you know, he did the best he could to defend the Trump record, which is really not easy. I mean, it really isn't easy. I think he did an okay job on that. Like I said, by narrow margins. You know, them say Kamala Harris won. I disagree with that. Uh, right, the Republicans said, oh, Mike Pence absolutely destroyed Kamala Harris. I said, no. I disagree with that. I just say by narrow margins, Mike Pence won. He could have won by much bigger margins if he would have stopped with interrupting and, you know, respecting when his time is up. Because if both campaigns do sign to agree with the rules of the debate. So, and, you know, his, his attacks actually sticked, unlike Donald Trump. And he didn't curse. So, he was definitely more respectful, more vanilla, I mean... He didn't conduct himself that well on like 2016. I would say he, in my opinion, he actually did much better against Tim Kaine. So, alrighty then. So, this is the end of the first segment of this podcast. We'll be reaching it soon after these election based sponsors. <laughs> 